Hey guys, welcome back to the Authentic Art Podcast. It's Harmony here. And today we have a very special guest um, who is an illustrator and artist, a very, very talented person. His name is Joshua. Um, You're going to hear all about his story um, of how he became an illustrator and just I guess even how he creates his work. It's a very practical conversation, um, but we had so much fun talking about all things creative. It was so good. Um, We actually did a two-part episode. So um, part two is actually going to be on Joshua's podcast, which he has. Um, His podcast is called How Great Is Thou Art? And we kind of dive a bit deeper into, um, I guess, the struggles of being a Christian creative. So that's super exciting. I'll leave a link in the description to uh, check out his episode because it was really, really good to talk about it. But um, I just wanted to let Joshua just share a bit about his work and how he creates things, um, as I think that's a really cool element to be able to talk about, um, as we love to share creative content here on The Authentic Art. So I hope you guys enjoy the conversation. And yeah, stay tuned uh, for part two, uh, which should be uploaded very, very soon by Joshua. So today we have a very special guest on the podcast. He is an illustrator based in London, England, and has worked with companies such as Facebook, Adobe, Mr. Jones Watches, and most recently BBC. He also runs his own podcast, which is called How Great Is Thou Art? So I want to give a big welcome to Joshua Obang Boateng. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Thank you. Um, For those who are listening, um, Joshua and I have been trying to plan a collab episode for quite some time. Yeah. (laughs) So... um, we're so excited to like finally be doing this and I'm so excited to have like an illustrator artist on here um, because we haven't had that yet. So I'm really pumped to have you on today. So thank, thank you, you once again. Thank yeah, thank you for agreeing to do this. This is no worries. Exciting. Should be cool. I haven't done something like this before. Something different. Yes, that's right. So there's always a first for everything. But like always, I love for you guys to get to know our guests a bit more. So I thought it would be fun to do a quick little icebreaker game. Um, And so I guess it's some rapid fire questions so we can get to know Joshua a bit better. Um, And I I struggle with this because I overanalyze everything. And I'm like, oh, but maybe this, maybe that. So um, we'll see how you go. No pressure. All righty. So first of all, what is your favorite food? Ooh. Um. Okay. Do you mean like dish or like just food? In it general? could be anything. Maybe okay. I don't know. If you have a favorite dish, and then maybe if you have a favorite snack or something. Okay. Uh, probably right now sushi. I, I do love sushi. Ooh. Yeah. Can't go wrong with sushi. Hey. Solid. Do good. That was very quick. Well done. <laughs> and uh, next one. What is? Uh, who is your favorite singer at the moment, or what is your favorite song? Oh gosh, uh, oh, man, <laughs> that's um, a hard one. Hey, it's very hard. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, as of recent, I've been listening to um, Holvey. Holvey's new song is called. Uh, I don't. I forget what it's called. I don't know what it's called. I don't think I've heard it yet. 
I think it's called Have Me. Okay. Have Me or something. Yeah, Have Me. It's called Have Me. All right. I need to listen to that then. Yeah, I've been listening to it quite often. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's good. I like Holby. He's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've listened to, yeah, I've got some of his songs on my playlists. I think, especially like my workout playlists, get you like pumped up. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's that kind of song as well. So. Oh, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay. And do you have a favorite movie or TV show at the moment? Um, oh, yeah. My favorite. I didn't really watch TV, but my favorite movie of all time is Matilda. I love that movie so much. Really? Yeah, Matilda? Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, people always are like, what? Matilda? <laughs> yeah, Matilda. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just film. like nostalgic, hey, like it mm. brings that feel. And I feel like it has, there's so much in it that people just don't like realize. Like, yeah, it brings so many themes together. Like it's comedic, it's a bit dramatic, it's got a bit of a, like, um, like there's a storyline behind it. It's not just like a feel good children's movie. It's kind of mm. like, yeah, it's kind of deep as well. Yeah. True, true. That makes sense. No, I haven't watched Matilda in forever. I re- just remember, like, we used to watch it in school all the time. They used to mm-hmm. always put it on. Um, but th- that is a classic. So I'm, I'm I, I like that choice. That's a good choice. Um, okay, this one might be hard too. I feel like it's going to be hard. But um, who is your favorite artist or illustrator oh. <laughs> or designer? <laughs> That's hard. I know. Okay. Um, can I name more than one? Yes, okay, you okay. can do that. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so Andy Warhol. Uh, mm. um, how do I forget his name already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay, Andy Warhol, Keith Haring, um, Kerry James Marshall. He's a painter. Um, okay. Yeah, those are probably my top three at the moment. Um, yeah. They, I probably draw inspiration from those three the most. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's probably why my they're my favorite. That's so cool. Like, I can see their work in your work as well. Like, Thank it's that you. same style. Um, yeah, my friends and I, we love Andy Warhol, Keith Haring. We love them. Um, I haven't heard of the painter, though, so I might have to have a look and um, check them out. Yeah, he's really good. I, like, amazing. Yeah, what style is it? Is it like your similar style? No, it's actually it's he does like more realistic, like more realism paintings. But I think okay, just, yeah. it's just like the theme and um, the like use of color and like the imagery is quite um, like out there. It's not very like traditional. I think mm. that's what I like about it. Yeah. Oh no, that's good. You'll have to send me the name. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to have a look and see. Um, but there you go. You, you did all the questions. That was pretty good. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank I'm you. impressed. <laughs> so good. Okay. Well, now that we know a little bit about Joshua, we're going to dive a bit deeper into that. So I would love for you, Joshua, just to talk a bit about yourself, maybe um, where you're from, um, how you were brought up and and also just how you got into illustrating and and making art um so i'm from london i grew up in london um 
I I've always been like illustrating, like drawing. Um, I'd I always say from the age of four, I said I wanted to be an illustrator. Um, I didn't really know what that was at the time. I just heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. but I that's what I wanted to be, and I always used to watch. Uh, I don't know if you heard the show Art Attack. Uh, I think yes, yeah. so I think I've heard of it before. Yeah. So I always used to watch that show. Like I used to sit in front of the TV and then try and like copy him. Um, so like I've always been doing art, like just as a child, and then it's just always been in me. But uh, why I actually started pursuing was I wanted to be an author first, like mm. which was very strange to me because it's like <laughs> I was I wasn't yeah. even touching art. I was just trying to write like short stories and stuff like that. And then yeah. um, there was one instance where I was trying to write like a, a actual book. I was like 12 years old. Um, but what happened was the laptop that I was using, it just like completely died. And like, it just, no. <laughs> so I lost everything. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, it just, it just crashed. I was like, what's going on? But then. Oh, um, no. Yeah, then I started drawing, and then people were like, "Oh, you're pretty good. You should like start drawing." And then I just pursued drawing, and then since then it's just taken off from there, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so cool! And it's interesting, I guess, how you went from like one direction to like a whole another um, path. Um, but that oh man, that that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> all that work you did, it's all gone like that. <laughs> And then you pursue another passion. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I remember Art Attack. Um they I think they would have played it when I grew up as well. Like, um, I'm not from London, but um I think they still had it on over here. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And it's it's cool how like it started from a young age, you know, um, like this whole time you've been really pursuing it and obviously developing your skills and and growing more in that which is awesome so I love that that's great um now um I would love to know I guess just to get a bit of an insight into what it's like working with these large you know corporate companies or um you know maybe even smaller businesses as well um what's it been like to have those opportunities come your way and work with them um it's still a bit surreal to me like I just don't understand because I'm just some guy in his room in London (laughs) and then this big company just comes up to me and emails me and just like oh we want to work with you but it's um it's actually less daunting than people would think like uh because how it is right they have like a representative that like emails you or like dms you so it's not really that professional like if you think mm. about it like they just mm. dm you oh we want you to work on this project and um a lot of the time it's in a short time frame so it'll be like in a week's time it'll be like a last minute thing and um wow. so yeah they they ask you to do this brief and then they might have like a few video chats with you or like call you and then um you get started but yeah, it was. It's just still surreal to me because I don't. I don't really like see myself in the way that they do. In a sense yeah, that, like, yeah. I don't think that I should be 
working with this company but they're like yeah, yeah we think you're good enough yeah but, uh, yeah it's just I don't know it's just it's just a bit weird to me like I still don't yeah I still can't process all these things like how yeah. I was on there but I'm very grateful for each opportunity that I've had um yeah and I've loved each one I think I'm very lucky to have like good opportunity because I've heard some bad stories with like companies and people but mm. each one of mine have been very smooth and um, they've been very respectful so yeah I'm, I, I'll say I'm very glad for that. Oh that's really cool I guess like I get where you're coming from especially because it's something you know you've just always done you know mm-hmm. since a kid like it's it, it c- comes natural to you so then to have like all this attention coming through and people, you know, reaching out saying, hey, we love your work. You know, would you be willing to work with, with us? Yeah. You know, um, that would, yeah, that would definitely be a surreal feeling. So I totally get where you're coming from. But I feel like as well, like um, sometimes I think, especially as Christians, like we are too humble sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just like, we, we, we turn, we may, sometimes we even turn things down because we think it's not like, you know, we're not good enough or something I don't know like it's it's um I feel like it's just important to remember as well like God's given us these talents for a reason and so like we've got the opportunity to use them and to reach all these people like especially from these really large companies um is, is is awesome so yeah I feel like that's something I need to work on it's probably something we can all work on as creatives like as Christians, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, don't be too humble, you know, like it's, you know, we, we, we do deserve, you know, to yeah. receive these opportunities, you know, like it's awesome. It's, it's good. So I get that. I feel that. <laughs> um, the next question, I guess we kind of touched on it a, a bit about like your inspo, um, who inspires you. Um, right. but I would also just, um, love to know, like, how did you develop your, your certain style? Um, and I know like you do experiment, um, with different styles, which is cool. So if you guys haven't seen Joshua's Instagram, um, it'll be linked in the show notes. Um, definitely have a look at his work because, um, I think he shows a variety of, um, techniques and colors and things. And so, um, I guess, yeah, I would love to know, like, how did you develop that style? Um, and I guess... You kind of talked about who you're influenced by, but was there anyone else maybe that also influenced your work? Um, okay, so I would say um, my style developed from um, mainly, I would say Andy Warhol in terms of just the use of colour yeah. and um, sometimes the theme as well. Uh, but I'm also inspired by people like I just like drawing portraiture and like people um and also nature I like including nature into my work Mm. as well um so I guess you could say that's inspiration from God because he created those things so um I guess that's where he comes in yeah uh yeah I I would say my art style it probably developed from just looking at things that I like and then putting them together or trying to learn how to do those things and then um, putting them together. So, like, uh, 
there's this YouTuber called Mini Small. She's another artist I like. Um, and she was using this brush pen, which is basically like ink, but it's like a paintbrush, but it's like an ink pen at the same time. Mm. And I really liked how her works were coming out using that. So I started, I bought one and I started learning how to like use it. And um, since then, I've started using a brush pen for most of my works. And so I would say she inspired me to do that. Uh, so I would say that's kind of how like an art style develops. Like you see things you like and then you learn how to do it and then you incorporate that into your work. Um, mm. So it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's copying. It's more like inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like... Uh, you naturally pick those things that you like from that person and then you put it together and that's how art style is created mm-hmm. um so yeah i would say her andy warhol and then um keith herring yeah like and then god yeah <laughs> and then yeah i put those all together and then that's how my art style yeah has come about now that's awesome i love that um and yeah like i think it's important you know, for us, like we got to find inspiration somewhere, you know, and um, that's the beauty of art. You can, you know, look at something and you can, I guess, even get your own interpretation of of the yeah. work and, and, you know, make it into something else. Um, it doesn't like always have to be, you know, the exact same um, with that. And so um, I just want to ask now, um, I feel like I've just got other questions. I just want to ask you <laughs> quickly. <Yeah. laughs> but um, what do you think, um, like, obviously social media is everywhere. Um, yeah. How do you feel about, um, I guess, following trends online or, um, oh. yeah, like I feel like I struggle sometimes with like I don't want to just do something because everyone's doing it but yeah there's also a fine line because it's like um you know if you really want to grow your audience and and for people to see your work and your art like sometimes yeah. you kind of have to um dive into that a little bit um just because that audience is there so yeah d- do trends and things like affect or um influence the type of art that you create uh not anymore it used to when i was starting to like come up when i first created my instagram account um i was posting just stuff i made and it wasn't really getting that much traction so um i started at the time it was really trendy to draw like influencers on instagram because they'd usually like see it and then repost it Mm, and then yeah they'd get you more followers Mm. um so i started doing that and then I gained more followers and then um, once I got like a good amount and like the engagement was there, I started going back to just making like my own yeah. kind of stuff. So I'd say, yeah, like if if you wanted to do that, I would say it's fine. Yeah. I can't really like say no because I did it myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Me too. But yeah. I... I yeah, the, the, at the same time, I would say don't let your page just be that. Like, people want to see you at the same time. And if you just do trends, that's all they're going to expect from you. So when, like, if, if eventually you're just like, oh, I just want to do my own work, 
and then you post something and then people are like what is this like mm. i was expecting something trendy and then like you you need to have a good blend and um yeah i'd say just make sure you don't get stuck in that trend loop yeah like try and get out of it early yeah like when you yeah 100% i get that and like i feel like um i guess with i i think i just remember from like you know back in youtube days and stuff where mm-hmm. um you know he, people would be so um just focused on doing the trends and everything and they end up i guess like burning out because it's like it's not exactly everything that they wanted to do you know all the type of content right. that they want to create and then um yeah like it's hard to i guess have that balance sometimes but um yeah like i i don't i like i'm i use sometimes i'll do trends and stuff and there's not there's nothing wrong with that but it's also just i guess remembering why you do what you do um and just like still showcasing that um to your followers or your communities and things um and I think people appreciate like the genuineness I guess (laughs) you know what I mean like um I feel like like people I follow like I follow them because I'm interested in their life and I'm interested to see you know the things that they come up with and the things that they create you know so um yeah I think yeah it's just a balance I guess yeah Mm. definitely you can even make it your own as well like yeah um I've seen this trend where it's like draw this in your own style mm. where um people like they'll post an image of a drawing they've made and then other people would draw it in their own style. Mm, so I'd say that's, cool. that's a good way to have like a trend but also to showcase like your skills and like your style as well. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's a good idea as well. Um I feel like, yeah, sometimes there's some really cool trends that people come up with and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, like I'm keen to jump on board with that. Um, so, yeah, it just depends what you want to do. Um, but, yeah, no, that's cool. And I guess just like maybe just one more question before we kind of jump onto the second half of the episode, which is going to be on Joshua's podcast. Um, <laughs> this might be a silly question, but um, <laughs> with the process of making your art, um so do you do that all digitally or do you do that you know paper first (laughs) then go on the computer and jazz it up a bit I want to know like your process with that um so yeah I do it on paper first okay cool uh yeah so I draw everything on paper Mm -hmm. um and then I'd go over it in a brush pen or like some Mm -hmm. sort of ink pen and then I scan it and then I'll do all the coloring on like Photoshop or something. Mm, that's cool. Have you um have you done much with um what's that app called? I don't do it because I'm normally paper first and then I scan mm-hmm. it as well. Um, is it Procreate? Is that what it's called? I, I, yeah, I think <laughs> Procreate. Yeah. Do you do much with that or no? No, I've I've never used Procreate. Ever. Okay. Yeah, no, me neither. I've heard good things though, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, I feel like it would be cool to try do some digital work that way. But um, mm-hmm. I because I'm studying graphic design at the moment, and I know in my course, like they would recommend, um, I guess doing it on paper first, um, and then putting mm-hmm. it on a computer more. 
Um, right. Because I think when you do stuff on like digitally straight away, um, you have so many points. Okay, guys, if you're if you're listening to this and you're not really into graphic design and stuff, you're probably <laughs> like, "What are they talking about?" So just just FYI. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's always a lot of um, like way too many points, um, yeah. like when you're yeah. on Illustrator and stuff. So that could be like really overwhelming. So um, that's what scares me. So I just stick with good old pen and paper. You can't go wrong with it. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm glad like I'm talking to someone who understands <laughs> this. Yeah. <'cause- laughs> you need like like that community of people who can talk about this stuff. So no, th- that's so good. So amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's a lot of people like who would ask me, oh, um, how do I learn how to like draw digitally? And then always tell them, you don't have to necessarily yeah. just draw on paper and then scan it. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know that, surprisingly. A lot of people, yeah, they get, they're like, what? How? Like, yeah. But it's not, yeah, it's, it's not, it's literally very easy. Just draw it, scan it, and then change the setting so it's a bit darker, and then just color it in. Yeah. You're done. Simple, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. No, I, I thank you so much for um, coming on the Authentic Art podcast today and just chatting um it was obviously more of a practical conversation which I really love and would love to um have these conversations more in the future with um different Mm. artists and things um because yeah I feel like as a creative like I'm personally always interested in you know how people come up with these amazing artworks and ideas and things like that so um yeah thank you so much for joining me today Thank you. Um, now, before we sign off and head on to your podcast, um, how can anyone who's listening find you online? Um, well, I'm, I mainly only use Instagram, really. Yeah. Uh, so my Instagram is at joshuaob.art. That's J-O-S-H-U-A-O-B and then dot um, or... How do Americans say it? Uh, period. Oh, yeah. For the Americans. Yeah. Uh, and then A-R-T. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where are you going with that? What do they say? Because <laughs> yeah. I know they call it something else. Some uh, people say full stop. Some people say dot. Some yeah. Say well, we period. we in Australia, we say full stop or dot. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. And we'll also obviously have a link to Joshua's podcast as well um, in the show notes. Um, So, yeah, make sure you jump onto that because we are going to be diving a bit deeper into a discussion um, talking about, I guess, being a Christian um, in the creative Mm -hmm. industry. Um, So we're going to go a bit deeper into that. So make sure you check out that episode and don't forget to follow The Authentic Art on Instagram at The Authentic Art and um, all social links will be linked down below anyway. So thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.